All right, this size analysis continues to weigh very prominently on my mind. And I just drew a picture of what was coming to my mind, and it's like a circle. And then in the middle of that circle, it's like smaller circles. So it's like a circles within circles within circles within circles. And, you know, it's like the limit is like the outside circle, but then you know, the smaller circles inside, they're the, just like different phases of the same information, different phases, because it's like only one thing. And it's like the movement is that one thing being in different places within the circle. So it's the same information, just like a different aspect, a different phase of that information. And I was using that to describe like how much of our, it's like our information, it's like, um, is it eight here? So it'd be like one bit, one bit for, like, it's like for our systems, our computers, like the smallest thing our computers can read is one byte. And that's eight bits. It's eight bits form one byte. Like that's like the one byte is like the size of a single letter. It's like one symbol, one thing. So it's like one byte. It's like the smallest. So like one, like a, like a bit is like the smallest. So like typically things are measured in bytes because it's like you wouldn't. So I'm trying. So, so basically it's like. There, we're one, <laughs> and t t we're one, rotating eight phases of one, and for them, it's, it's just one, you know, it's like, so in order for our systems to talk, it has to be like, oh, I cannot describe it, it's like they're one, so like to, to, to talk one to one, it's like we have to figure out what's the smallest size they can they can read, like similar to our systems. Like if the smallest our computers can read is like one byte, well, the small we, we have to have parity on what is the smallest size so that we can adjust the time in between. Like we can pack more information into the smallest unit possible. And that's like the wormhole, so to speak. So how do we do that? How do we, how do we translate like eight phases of our information into one? Because see, like if they took out one of the, like for, for if, if time, our time for them is static, it's not moving, it's static. And in order to understand, like, it would be like one phase, you know, like they would be able to look at one phase, you know, not a moving thing. It would be like one phase. So whatever is communicated has to be like, how can I describe it? Like from one, one aspect of the whole, I think that's the way I'm trying. So we're one. And if eight bits make one byte, 
and that's the smallest that can go through is a bite. How do we fit our one into theirs? That's basically the what I'm sensing. How do we how do we fit our one into theirs? Considering that when they see our one, they see like eight different phases of it. It looks different. There's eight phases. How do we get like one unfazing one? <laughs> this is like, and I put that, I put it in the middle of my visual, like zero, you know, because it's like in order to even un- be one, you have to understand that that one emerges from zero. So it's like zero point field. It's, it's like the base, the core. And that's how you get that same information out of that one, but it would be a continuous stream of information because it's not phasing. Oh my gosh. Okay. Thank you for listening. All right. Sticking with my circle picture again, you know, I was trying to also visual visualize what that kind of phasing would look like, like from a human perspective. And I just realized it's like, you know, viewing yourself from any perspective other than your own is an illusion. And because from a universal perspective, the yours is the only perspective that exists. It's like at that quantum level, that zero point field, it's like, the only real you is the one in the middle. The one that is like observing, the observer of these experiences. And when you are within the bubble, so to speak, it's like you're the, you're the experiencer. But when you decide to basically flip and go to the other side, so to speak, it's like, you then become what I refer to as like captain of your own ship. It's like at that point, you're, you're like, you're able to become, to, to basically live your life from the perspective of being in the middle, like as the driving force of everything. And so it's like then those false illusions start to, start to dissipate. Like, it's like their hold on you, their importance to you, the reality of those relationships start to become more apparent and they start to kind of like fade away. And they're, they're, they, they no longer are your anchor, you know? And that comes from constantly recentering oneself and maintaining balance and perspective and recognizing that there's only one. There's only one perspective that matters, like in a universal sense. And, you know, that is, I mean, it's like, there's a book called The Vertical Plane that is so connected to this story. And um, I hesitate to use it because I don't know what the copyright restrictions are, but I feel like it's such, a, it's such an accurate description of what that space feels like. It feels like you, you know, you're no longer, like if you were to say like the horizontal is like different trajectories of your life. And it's like in order to have those experiences, you can either go, you know, 
left, right, front, back. I mean, you know, that's all there is to go. But it's like the vertical plane allows you to see your life from that middle perspective, which means, no, you can actually walk into any timeline. (laughs) You can just walk into it, just like go through it. It's like all of these timelines exist. And once you see yourself self as like the perceive like the the observer in the middle it's like you can have access to any any of those timelines and I feel like for me that was like you know any you know it was like a revelation because of where I was feeling so so how I was previously feeling in this space and having the thought you know what I am not those images that is not me like those are little bubbles, like little thoughts, little memories that are that want to live. And then they also they want to live from their the perspective at that time in that time. And, you know, it keeps you like living as a fractal. <laughs> and it's like the unity is in the middle when you perceive yourself as, you know, like one with the universe It's like the observer and perceiver in the middle who is able to step into those timelines but not beholden to them. It's like those timelines like become your, you know, library. It's like your storage and records of, of information that you can rely upon when you want to have an experience, but you don't have to live your life as that avatar. Okay, thanks for listening.